Hi, this is Think Queerly, a podcast that empowers LGBTQ2S plus thought leadership and creative expression to cultivate inclusion, diversity, understanding, and social change for universal human dignity. I'm your host, Darren Steele. I'm a mind map mastery neuro coach and a writer, and in my work, I empower other queer creators to get insight and direction to act on their most important and meaningful goals so that they can show up in the world and make an impactful difference. Today, I want to speak about something that's very important to me within the realm of social change and justice and human dignity. And that's the problem of sincerely held religious beliefs. And I'm taking a stand here and saying that sincerely held religious beliefs are hypocritical, insincere, and killing LGBTQ2S plus people. Now, I'm angry, um, but I'm going to control my anger for this episode, and I'm not going to shout or swear and scream. I'm going to offer a distillation of my thoughts in a way that I hope helps you when you have to face someone who perhaps is expressing their sincerely held religious beliefs and why you as a queer person or an ally don't deserve certain freedoms. Now, the religious right is unfortunately very effectively and very self-righteously working to decimate human freedoms and LGBTQ2S plus lives. And that's no joke. It's not hyperbole for me to say this. If we just look to the States, I'm in Toronto, Canada, but I'm paying attention to what's happening in the United States because what happens in the United States comes up and gets adopted by more conservative or populist uh, movements in Canada as well. We see these issues happening across the globe in other countries, but it is pretty frightening and scary what's happening in the United States right now with respect to most especially trans people, most especially trans people. But to anyone who wants to freely express a different gender and sexual identity or orientation that is not the so-called white, Christian, and male patriarchal view of the limited flat earth belief system. You might notice that I am going to make a few biting comments along the way. Maybe I can't help myself, but it needs to be said. So here's the thing. If you value your freedom, you can't sit on the sidelines. You can't hope someone else is going to do this. I'm not saying you have to get out onto the street and protest. That might be something you need to do or want to do. But you can call your political leaders. You can start a phone or an email campaign. You can sign or donate money to organizations that are going to work on your behalf for what you believe in to keep your freedoms available to you to allow your kids, if you have kids, to be able to speak about you as your parent if you're in a same-sex or some sort of mixed-gendered union, and bringing up kids in a non-traditional family, whatever the case may be. 
So if you value your freedom as a queer person or as an ally, we need to start with defining three terms that are in the title of today's show. Why sincerely held religious beliefs are hypocritical, insincere, and killing LGBTQ2S plus people. Let's define sincerity, beliefs, and hypocrisy. Sincerity is the absence of pretense, deceit, or hypocrisy. Beliefs are an acceptance that something, that something exists, like, for example, God or UFOs. Beliefs are an acceptance that something is true, especially without proof. Beliefs are also a firmly held opinion. So you can have beliefs about money. You can have beliefs about sex. You can have belief about family. You can have beliefs about God. Hypocrisy is the practice of claiming to have higher standards or more noble beliefs than is the case. So if you remember, the definition of sincerity, I said, is the absence of pretense, deceit, or hypocrisy. So once again, hypocrisy is the practice of claiming to have higher standards or more noble beliefs than is the case. All of these ideas here apply to what's happening with the freedom to abortion, the freedom to choose in the United States, and the whole Roe versus Wade conundrum that's happening right now. Here's how sincerely held religious beliefs are used to discriminate against LGBTQ2S plus people and many other um, so-called minorities. Sincerely held religious beliefs lack critical thinking. Okay, They're unreasonable towards people who don't believe or disagree or people who are not seen as being part of what this religious experience or belief system says should be. Sincerely held religious beliefs are based on judgment and more specifically prejudgment. So if you're a non-believer, if you don't fit into what the picture, the perfect image of the lowly, God-fearing Christian is, you're immediately prejudged. And for me, that's hypocrisy, okay? Because that's the practice of claiming to have higher standards or more noble beliefs. But what makes that person with sincerely held religious beliefs more noble than any other human being on the planet? For me, this is the crux of the matter. Every single one of us, every human being, has at some time or will at some point in their lives compromise their personal morality. It doesn't mean it's going to be a big, huge thing that's going to get them thrown in jail. It could just be a small thing. Think of it. When was the last time you lied? It could have been a white lie. Maybe the kind of lie that you tell to save someone's feelings. But often as kids, that's when we lie the most because we're trying to discern what is morality for ourselves based on what we're seeing in the world and from our parents and maybe what we can get away with. But did you lie on a resume? Did you lie because you simply wanted to get your way and it didn't seem like a big thing and it wasn't going to cause you to get fined or thrown in jail or a ticket? It just helped you get what you wanted. 
Have you done something morally or ethically questionable? That's a bigger issue. Did you compromise something that you believe in so greatly at some point in your life? We all have, and we've regretted it. Again, it could be serious enough to affect how you think about yourself or how others think about you, but not so serious that violates laws, for example. And finally, have you ever prioritized your desires over your religious rules or dictates? I see this all the time, especially in the religious right or Christian evangelicalism, when perhaps a simple example, a husband and a wife divorce, but that particular religion says you can't get remarried if you've divorced. So then one of the individuals decides to join some other kind of religion that allows them to remarry. That's hypocrisy. And that is acting in a way to prioritize your desires over the religion that this person was so strongly standing up for and then prejudicing everyone else who didn't fit in and didn't believe. Which leads me to why sincerely held religious beliefs are dangerously insincere. Because by extension, if we're going to go more broadly, all fundamentalist religions are hypocritical to some extent for everything that I've said thus far. The ideological belief system that only some people have higher standards, are more noble, are more deserving, and thus morally superior, doesn't give that group preordained or God-given or a priori authority to enforce what they believe is morally right or wrong or good or bad. That is no one human being's individual right. This is a reason we have things like the common good as an idea. This is also a reason we organize in different societies to try and create a union of these different groups of individuals within a larger society that can, that can coexist but have varying degrees of belief systems or ideological systems from the low end, here just follow the rules in your city or town so that you don't drive your bike or ride your car on the wrong side of the road, to, you know, a more religious rule like, I don't know, observing the Sabbath or going to church on Sundays, which in some cases, maybe an expectation versus dogma, depending on where you find yourself on the spectrum of uh, how dogmatic you are within your religious belief system. So wrapping up my thoughts here, every human being is entitled to understanding, to being understood, and dignity. We need to commune with each other. That word simply means being able to see the other person, who they are, connecting with that other person to understand them. We each have the freedom and the right to disagree. You don't have to believe what someone else believes. You can even get angry about it and have an argument about it. Or you can work towards trying to have a discussion to see if you can 
build bridges and understand where they're coming from and their values and belief systems. But you must allow. The religious right must allow everyone else the same freedom to express what they believe. And you can't take away someone else's freedom to believe what they believe. Because after that, it's slavery and indoctrination or elimination. Thank you, but I do not want to be part of an LGBTQ holocaust. But people are dying in the United States right now. LGBTQ2S plus people are either committing suicide or are getting killed or are getting beaten to near death and put in hospitals because of the hate that's being spread by these hypocritical, insincere, and dangerous belief systems. No one's freedom is limited or controlled. If you don't assume authority over another person's right to freely exist and express who they are. Now, in the show notes, I reference two articles that I've written over the last couple of years. One is called The Threat of Religious Extremism and Radicalized Individuals to the Common Good. And the other one is called Sincerely Held Religious Beliefs, A Specious Defense of Prejudice. It goes back to a few years ago um, with the cake incident, the uh, baker somewhere in the United States that didn't want to bake a cake. I think it, it happened in a couple different places for a lesbian couple and for a gay couple who wanted to get married. My final thoughts here. If you're queer, if you're an ally, you should be angry. And you shouldn't just be angry and having angry conversations with your friends to you know, support each other's anger, anger and then have a few beers and walk away. There's a very limited period of time for you, my friends, who are listening from the United States between now and your next set of elections in November to stand up, to fight for your rights, to make it clear that your humanity and your freedoms are absolutely essential and non-negotiable, and to cross lines, to support women in their right to abortion, because the right to abortion also has political ramifications for LGBTQ2S plus lives, and especially the lives of trans people. The next generation, so to speak, of individuals who are challenging the status quo and norms to show up and exist, to challenge and to transform human identity as we've believed it to be, but has never been set in stone. Thanks for listening.